Hi guys, so we're going to be talking the fourth episode of F-Boy Island. So basically how we start this off is Danielle goes on a date with a guy named CJ who I didn't remember was on the show. But anyways, he is a professional basketball player, so they end up playing basketball um but playing so their version of horse and so they were spelling out f boy he won and his prize was a kiss now he you know he said down they talk and kind of opening up i guess and away with each other she feels really good about cj but she also has her other connections whatever and of course, she's not too sure whether or not he is an F-boy, but I mean, really, truly, when it comes to basketball basketball players, I can go either way. I mean, they could lock themselves down into a marriage, but yet still fuck around. So we'll see where he sits. And then we kind of go, so even before, I kind of skipped a little bit, but even before she, she takes CJ on this date, Marquise is thinking, Oh, she's going to give me a date and all of this. And then she kind of just completely bypasses Marquise and goes to CJ, obviously. Here's my thing, Marquise, sir. Um, you just got here, um, with Danielle. What world do you live in? Do you think that you're going to get a date over somebody else who she has kind of already established a connection with? You just showed up. Like, so that lean lends me to, the next thing that I'm going to talk about, which is, so we have some of the guys talking and that's Marquise, Marcus, and Danny are talking about this whole switcheroo that um, Marquise ended up doing in the last illumination. So Marquise, not Marquise, Marcus is basically like, you know, you weren't really all in on Danielle. Like you were, you had 80% of your eggs in the Halley basket, but because like that's not working out for you because you're riding with Mercedes. Now you're kind of backpedaling and saying that even though you only talked to Danielle once, so you have 20% of your eggs in that basket, you now are 100% in on her. That makes absolutely no sense. And Danny's saying the exact same thing. Like none of that makes sense. He's like, I only had one conversation with Daniela too, but 100% of my eggs were in their basket. So it doesn't make any fucking sense. And Marquise is sitting here kind of being like, oh, you know, but I'm being 100% genuine. I'm 100% real. No, you're not. No, you're not. If you're connected. And the other thing to say too is if, if your brother didn't show up, Allie didn't diss you to go to your brother. You'd still be in all in on Hallie. The only reason you're not is because she's not all in on you. And this whole thing about you being 100% and all of this, not that's bullshit. You're not. You can't be. You're flip-flopping. And you can't even admit that you're flip-flopping. That you're going to the 20% because the 80% didn't work out. <laughs> 
is so stupid. And Danny actually says to him, like, what you're doing and what you're saying is F-boy tendencies. And that's coming from an F-boy. So chances are, like I've kind of been saying, like I kind of been on the fence with him. But my gut is telling me that Marquise is an F-boy. Really and truly, it really is. I could be wrong. I could be very wrong. But I'm feeling like he is. But we'll see. But he ends up hogging away from the conversation because he can't handle the heat. So that's basically it for that little situation. And then we see like a group setting of some sorts. Not sure what's happening here, but um, I realized I said his name was Marcus. It's actually Marco. My bad. But Marco pulls Katie aside to talk and she kind of says like you know he has like this confidence and you know whatever but like he always like has to talk to me first and it's kind of annoying <laughs> she hates him anyway um she says to him that you know I'm actually not going to be here that long I have a date and this is it this is finally the time where Vince gets a date so they um go and do their own thing they're having like dinner underneath like sparkling lights on the tree which um i'm actually i don't know how i remember this but i do remember this it feels very similar to a date she had on the bachelorette with what's his name aaron it was the guy who was a football player in like austria i think it was and it was very similar where they have like this twinkling Christmas lights on the tree. And I felt like we were creating a date she had on Bachelorette. But anyways, they're sitting under this tree and, you know, they're talking. And it's kind of said, you know, we were two people who actually got engaged on their respective shows. Um, and she says to him, like, of all names, you're the only name that I remembered. So we kind of, okay, here's what I think. I still think Vince is a nice guy. And at this point, he seems very genuine. So then they go and they test out some food, a little game called What's Fake and What's Cake. So they're kind of going through different food items. There's like chips, a hamburger, a soft pretzel, an actual sheet of cake, and they're testing, like, they're, they're trying to figure out, like, what's real, what's not. He thought, like, the soft pretzel was fake, but it actually wasn't. It was actually a pretzel. And, uh, and the chips were real, obviously. You can't really fake that very easily. And, and, um, there was a hamburger that actually was cake. It was pretty, it was pretty fucking cool, actually. Anyway, then they start doing, like, a food fight. And really seeing me to connect and do, you know? And I'm like, oh my god, this is going really well. And I'm happy for... I don't know when it comes to Katie. Because, I mean, this is kind of like, what, her fourth run at this shit? And um, so I'm happy for Fins because I really like Fins. So then we go back to the house and they see he's all covered in cake and they're like what happened to you and he says like he just had the best date of his life and then he says benny 
Marco game over. Oh shit. Because then one of the twins comes and says, like, follow your fucking rule. Um, you know, you can't come in and say if the game's over at halftime. The game's not over yet. And, and, uh, you, you kind of see, like, even Jared is kind of like, you know, you're coming in, like, what's wrong with you? Like, now you have a fucking target on your back. And there's another guy, I don't remember his name, but he has, like, really curly hair. And, and, um, he's kind of like, you know, he's coming in real hot. And now he has a target. And that's the thing. Someone who's now pissed off, example, Marco, is gonna use that shit against you. You're fucked, Vince. Because they just say, like, if Katie knows what he said, she's gonna be very turned off. And I don't think that will be an easy thing for her to bypass. I don't think she'll send him home right off the bat, but it is going to leave a sour taste in her mouth for sure. And Marco's going to use it because Marco's a shit disturber. He has been a shit disturber. And the other guys are going to say shit because they're not affected, but they're going to, they're, they're just going to come out. So we'll see. And one other thing that I want to add that I meant to add in the last episode, but I'm going to add here. How in the fuck is yoga cult leader still here i'm so confused then um we see Kelly going on her date with this guy named keith who the fuck is keith well we're about to find out who the fuck keith is so keith um is well, he's a, he, he's different. He's definitely different. I feel like he's someone that we haven't seen on the show before. And the reason why I say this is he very openly admits to Hackley that he has been in a relationship with a man before. And then Hallie very much opens up herself and says, I have been with a woman before. And not just in the hookup sense, like, she's been romantically involved with a woman before so i was very shocked to hear that and i thought like although foreign because we haven't seen this on the show before it's refreshing it, it was it was nice to see that they can at least be open with each other about their sexual experiences and they're not only that but they're in fact they're fluid when it comes to their romantic relationships and gender fluid i would say so yeah that that yeah they seem to really connect on that and he says like do you believe in monogamy she says she does he didn't answer the question though i was in found that interesting that he himself didn't answer the question on whether or not he believes in monogamy and that's important um, especially if she herself believes in it. And he says, like, you wouldn't want to be with another woman again. Like, if you marry a man, like, you wouldn't want to be with a woman. And she says, romantically, no. And he's like, no, 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 not romantically, but like, you know, fun with. And she says, okay, yeah, no, I definitely probably would. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, maybe we're going to fuck together. <laughs> It's like, okay, focus. But they both say that this is probably one of the more fulfilling conversations that they've had 
um, while there. So that's really interesting because like, again, I don't think that's something she would have with, um, I don't know, Mercedes. So Mercedes would twist it and make it about him. So anyway, um, that's basically it for her date. And then we see Marco, one of the twins, and this, the guy with curly hair talking about the fact that they are going to rat Vince out to Katie. The goal is to get him out of here. And the guy with the curly hair seems to want to do this respectfully, but Marco's in it for blood, basically. And the twin is kind of like, you know, yeah, I, I felt disrespected too because like, I'm building um, a connection with her as well. And as I said, since when, since when are you, you or your brother making any sort of connection with anyone who has a vagina? When? When, sir? Cause I don't see it. It's fucking delusional. But anyways, but we see that this is what's going to happen. And, uh, it's going to be an absolute shit show. Again, they can't, they had a shit show last time. I'm going to shit show again this time. So now we're at the mixer. There's not a whole lot that I want to talk about really, except for the drama that's about to happen with Vince. Um, except for the fact that, uh, Hallie said that Evander is boring. Moving on. So, um, so basically Katie is talking to the guy with the curly hair whose name I still can't get, but I found this very interesting because he's supposed to be, I guess, in this sort of alliance with Marco, um, twin and this whole thing with Vince. And it's funny because he, he's speaking with Katie. He flippantly brings up Vince in this drama and he ends up saying to Katie, I think you just be aware that people are going to try and fuck with people's characters. It's really interesting because I feel like he's trying to warn her that people are going to start talking about Vince and just be like forewarned about it. Like in a sense that he's trying to defend Vince. So I found that very interesting. And of course, Vince kind of gets up and he tries to go talk to Katie. And then we just have the whole fucking squad minus Benedict coming and, you know, I guess getting in between him being able to talk to Katie before they could say anything to Katie. I don't understand, but shit's about to go down. So then here we are about to start the drama, but it seems to not go according to plan because, okay, now I'm starting to remember the twins' individual names. So here we go. Keem is kind of like starting to realize this guy's trying to fucking play me. And he says, I'm dipping. And he leaves. He leaves as Marco's about to start telling what happened. So Marco, in front of Vince, says to her, this is what he says to her. He says that Vince said game over and then some sh- other shit that I don't recall Vince saying. So I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, he says this shit. And Katie's basically like, I don't think this is my problem. Like, she legitimately says, I don't think this is my problem. I had a good day with Vince. I don't give a shit. 
And that's kind of that. So she basically decides, um, I'm going to go to the bar. You guys can work this out on your own. I'm leaving. And Jonathan, who is the guy with curly hair, he's kind of like, I'm going to go with you. So he dips. And then basically, Marco just kind of like defends. I was just really butthurt that you didn't apologize to me. That's your fucking problem that your butt hurts, sir. Maybe you should try and get some preparation each for your butt problem. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Like, no one gives a shit. Grow a fucking pear. I don't, don't tell you. But like, this is ridiculous. And Vince is like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't make you feel, meant to make you feel that way. And honestly, and I kind of paraphrase Vince's conversation with Katie, but this is what I gather from his conversation with her and why maybe he, maybe said what he said. He's fucking smitten. He really seems to like her. And he kind of just came in and was really, you know, he's on fire. <laughs> um, and like in the words of Jared, he's simping. And you know what? Sometimes it's okay to simp. As long as you're not being like a Deontay, who may or may not be with Nicole right now. Simp's gonna simp, you know what I mean? And that's for my love after lock of lovers. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so fucked over. So then Marco is continuing to be butthurt, but this time now over Keem and the fact that Keem didn't like defend him and then like have his back and that Keem kind of like set him up and Keem's like, listen, I just played your game better than you did. You wanted me to take the fall for the shit that you wanted to do. He wanted me to be the fall guy. And he says, I know that if I'm the one that told her this, she's going to look at me the way that she's looking at you right now. You're just mad because I beat you at your own game. He blew it up there. Because the thing is, Keem doesn't have the strongest connection with Katie. Marco has a strong connection for some fucking odd reason. Um, Benedict seems to have a pretty strong connection. He just got here. And then there's Vince. So, yeah, like... He's not going to fuck up his his thing here with Katie, the little bit of a connection he has with her. So you can go on a rampage against Vince because you're, let's be real here. He is threatened by the connection between Katie and Vince. So instead, he's going to take him out. That's all this is. And honestly, I'm pretty sure Marco's a fuck boy because the money's on the line. That's what I feel. We'll see, though. We're about to, I'm sure we're about to find out. Um, I'm hoping, praying. But yeah, like that's what I think. And he wanted Kim to take the fall for it because Marco doesn't want to do it. But so anyway, Mar- Marco got played and he's full of drama. He's nothing but drama. So, and, and that's another thing too is Katie says like, Okay, you're telling me that Jonathan and Keem were supposed to be in on this thing for you, but Jonathan never said a fucking word about it. He didn't waste his time with me talking about this drama with Vince the way you did, and Keem walked away from you. So, like, you're fucking dumb, sir. But now Nikki has shown up. We're heading into elimination. So now we're at the elimination, and... Danielle has put up in her bonnet to poor Danny getting had to break and Marquise, no shocker there. And then for Hallie, her bonnet to is 
Evander and Pierce, aka Yoga Cult Leader. I didn't know his name. I didn't care because the name of it was going to be Yoga Cult Leader. It's about fucking time. How the hell he skated by this long? I don't know. And for Katie, her bottom two is Jonathan and no fucking surprise, Marco. So the reason Daniela has put Marquise in her bottom two, I think is pretty obvious that he doesn't know what the fuck is up and what the fuck is down because he has said his eggs were in Hallie's basket and now they're not in Hallie's basket and now he was wanting to pursue Daniela from the beginning and she just calls bullshit on the whole thing. And he says, you know, I just love the opportunity from both you and Hallie and Hallie's like, give me out of this baby. I, I, I ain't in this. And he's like, okay, no problem. And he just kind of spews some shit. This guy's an F-boy. He's a fucking F-boy. Or if not an F-boy, he has no fucking swag. And then with Danny, um, she says, like, I just don't think you're here for the right reasons. And Danny says that I'm here for a connection with you. And I just hope that you'll allow me to pursue that with you. And... <laughs> both Marquise and Benedict give each other a look like huh because <laughs> they know this guy is a fucking f-boy because he was an f-boy before so how all of a sudden now you're reformed like listen guys it's only been a year okay season two that only came out a year ago I remember because I had COVID so <laughs> the first time I had COVID so I'm just like the fuck <laughs> And they're also like, the fuck? But again, I always state, I really like Danny, despite that. Would I marry him? I don't know, but I, I like him, so we'll see. So now for Howie's guys, she basically just tells Pierce, you know, listen, you are a yoga cult leader, and I just don't feel the connection. <laughs> Because I really do think you want me a part of your sex cult. You know what I mean? Like, that's not what you said, but you see. And, um, yeah, like, I just don't see the connection. And he says, like, a true freaking sex cult leader, like, a, I don't want to name any of them because, well, they're all fucked up, but just, you know, who's a religious cult leader? We know them. But, like, Keith Raniere, fuck um too soon but um just like a true cult leader he just kind of says thank you for you know giving me your love and you know whatever it's a bullshit anyways he's he's off staying and then jesus to evander that you bore me and you know you really tried and we, you know we started off really good but then you just kind of stopped with the effort and i need a fucking effort so like i don't know scorpio do something a bad name Scorpios. And again, I've mentioned this before. I am dating a Scorpio. And yes, they can be pretty quiet sometimes and timid. And I don't want to say timid, but like they can be really quiet and to themselves to an extent. But they love and they love hard. And at least they make an effort. Where's the effort? <laughs> anyway, she just needs more of an effort. But he's not going anywhere yet. This is, uh, this is a wake-up call for him. Because, obviously, a yoga cult leader isn't staying. 
And then we get to Katie's final, uh, her reasons for putting her bottom two. And she says to Jonathan that, like, they are progressing in a way that she likes. Um, maybe that's low or whatever. And he just says, you know, if you just keep this up, then, you know, we can get to where we need to be. And then she says, kind of again, the obvious to Marco. She said, here you are, second time in my bottom two. Because you are more focused on playing games with the boys. You're more focused on the drama. You're not focused on mine and yours connection. And like, that pisses me off. She's like, I don't know who's telling me the truth. You were keen. And this is is ridiculous. And he basically says, like, if you give me another chance, then I will focus on our connection. Uh, I won't dabble in the bullshit. And then Keem all of a sudden gets up and he says, I need to say something. And Keem says, like, it's in the moment that, um, you want to drag my name through the dirt, then I'm going to speak up. And he kind of says, I actually am not even sure what I was watching anymore. But guys, that's, that's the end of the episode. What the fuck? No. Um, Basically, he says that, um, I guess next week, or technically, I'm recording this on a Sunday, so tomorrow, that, um, he basically says to her, like, you know, he wanted me to play the fool so that he will look good. And, and then we also see him. I guess he makes it. I don't even know what I'm watching, but he literally says to the group of guys afterwards, I don't tolerate disrespect. And he looks pissed. And, um, and that's basically it. Kind of also see that the, the social medias are coming out. I love this part of the show too. Cause usually the social medias give their asses away. This would be perfect. So. That's basically it. Again, we just keep these very short um, for these bonus episodes, but um, you can uh, rate and review the podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And again, we are going to start reading the four and five star reviews on the podcast. And um, you can also connect with us by going to Facebook at Reality Tea Times 2, Instagram and threads at Reality Tea Times 2 Podcast, and uh, Twitter, X, at Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. We're also on Reddit, Reality Tea Times 2 Pod, and um, you can email us at realitydaytimes2 at hotmail.com. Again, all this information will be in our show notes. So that's it for now. So as always, F boy, F bye.